Good morning, Living Streams. My name is Ryan Romeo, and welcome to our second season of Daily Devotionals. We'll be posting one of these wherever you listen to podcasts every Monday through Saturday morning for the rest of September. Thank you for carving out this time of day as we slow down, speak to God, listen to God, and meditate on His Word. Our prayer is that in this time, you would delight in the Lord and be blessed and strengthened. This season, we're focusing on emotional health as we work our way through the book of Philippians. Today, we'll be hearing from one of our counselors at Living Streams, Renee Wooster, as she leads us in a time of reflection and prayer. Most of our faith journey is lived in this in-between space, the space between what we know and what is actually realized. We may know that we are beautiful, but we experience ourselves as ugly. We can sense that God is covering us, but we operate in this scarcity mentality. We know it is good to be vulnerable, but we operate in a defensive posture. We may have trouble understanding really our place and how we're being affected by that spot. And we a lot of times have trouble kind of even understanding why we're operating the way that we are and how we get out of it. But recognizing it and naming it are essential in that process. They help us to discover our own hearts. I think it's that idea of we have a picture of what faith should look like. We have a picture of what relationships should look like. We have a picture of how we should be fulfilled inside of a job or a relationship or how we should wake up or go to sleep. And as we're kind of processing the in-between spaces with God, we're trying to find our own place in it, understand why we're doing what we're doing. We have some friends who are artists, and it's always amazing to me to kind of watch them take a blank canvas and then go with it. And it's interesting because if you watch, they know where they're headed. They know the picture that they have in mind. They know what they're painting, if they're painting an apple or a beach scene or a person. They know the emotion that's behind it. They know what they want to express in that whole process. But if you're looking at the canvas, you may not know. In fact, you may guess that it's something completely different than what they're going for. And isn't that kind of true of us in our journey, right? We can, along the ways, guess as to what is happening. But we don't really understand a lot of times like what's forming inside of us, where our place is in that, what emotions we have, what picture God is even drawing or doing. And it's always interesting to me when you watch an artist if they have a picture next to the piece of art as they're painting. Because then you go, oh, I see what they're doing. They're putting the stem on the flower, right? Or they're putting the tree inside of the forest. And you can kind of watch, but for us who are living in this faith kind of journey, we're trying to figure out what the Lord is doing along the route. And we may name something, really something that it's not. When we're looking at our picture and trying to explain to ourselves what God is up to. And it says in Philippians 2, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. 
it's interesting because in that passage, it's talking about this idea of we're in partnership with the Lord about our lives. We're working out our salvation, but it's this place inside of us that's forming, right? But the Lord is in it. He's not outside of it. He's with us as the thing is forming, as the picture is being painted. He's with us. And I think if you think of it as an artistic expression, which I love that idea of it being an artistic expression of God, that we're in the story with the Lord, but we're not outside of it. We're in it with the Lord. One of my favorite quotes is, and that, by the way, is perhaps from C.S. Lewis, the most important difference between Christianity and all other religions, that in Christianity, God is not a static thing, but a dynamic pulsating activity, a life, almost a kind of drama, almost, if you think of me irreverent, a kind of dance. I love that idea of C.S. Lewis bringing that idea forward going, we're in the dance with the Lord. And there are times, if you've ever learned how to dance, that you may be not able to know the steps and you're learning a new move, right? But if we think of it and we change our minds to the idea of we're in the company of the Trinity when we're in the dance, He's with us, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That if we think of the Father as being in front of us, covering us, and we think of the Son as standing next to us, and we think maybe of the Spirit as inside of us, we can think of all three are helping us navigate and understand and be available and not search so much for all the information, but instead find the loving way of God, which I think he's always drawing us back to this place of going, he loves us. He's kind to us. He doesn't leave us. We're not orphans in his mind, right? We are the orphans he has adopted, but he has adopted us. But love has this interesting way, right? Because God is love. And he has this way of working all the way through us. And our tendency, I think, for me, is to say something like, if something bad is happening to me, then the Lord doesn't love me. We might have learned this from some kind of way inside of us. But really, love is so much more stern and splendid and beautiful than that. Because you know from anything that you've loved, you go, love has this way of putting boundaries, right? Love has this way of introducing. Love has this way of always being dynamic. That if he wants to convict us of something, that as he tells us the truth about it, that our hearts would understand that that's for our own good. Or if he wants to call us to a higher kind of place of going, I love you so much more than you could possibly understand. I think a lot of times the Lord is saying, I wish you could see yourself through my eyes. And it's this divine work of art, right? Where God is beckoning us and he's calling us. And another quote that I like from Bart Tarman is, God is beckoning all of us all the time through everything to take a journey, to follow a path, the path we ourselves were meant to travel, our own path. It is in that path and into that path 
that we find our life, which gradually, as we find the path, after all, leads back to the path into God. I love that whole idea because even as we look at ourselves, it's not for just introspection. It's actually for this place that we're finding the Lord. He's helping us understand both the boundaries and the merciful way of the Lord. And as He's beckoning us, right, as we're coming near to Him, we're realizing how kind He really is. And I think as we even look at the kindness of the Lord, that we're thinking of it in terms of what are the things that are necessary in order to stay in this place, to understand ourselves when we find ourselves in the in-between spot. I think there's a few things that would be helpful in that. One would be for us to stay curious. A lot of times what we do in places that we feel depleted or discouraged or defeated that we lose the lack of curiosity of what God is up to. But staying curious about yourself and about others is an important part of that. And then I think the Lord is just asking us to help. He's helping us and asking us to just make one decision. One decision that he goes, hey, just do one step. Make one phone call. Say one prayer. And as we do the one, then other things will fall into place. A lot of times what we get paralyzed by is the 10 things. But just one thing, right? And then there's this persistence that he goes, and I'm going to keep loving you while you do that one thing. And I think as we do that, that the Lord is clarifying more of who we are in the in-between spot where we haven't arrived into the place that we thought we would be yet. But in that, there's not this progression of going, I have to get a next step of a ladder, but I am just asking the Lord to be with me in the painting and the dance. And as I do that, could I see my life differently? So I'm going to suggest a few kind of practical things to kind of unlocking ourselves. I think that one of the first things for me when I'm in these places is to admit that I may not be able to see all things. Just as a prayer life to go, I don't think I understand all things, Lord. And the next one is just to be available and ask the Lord to be in the space to consider, right? And be receptive, which is a vulnerability to be receptive. And then ask the Lord to confront the flow of your own heart and be convinced that we're not in control. Because actually, when we realize that we're not in control, right, then we're in a different place of security. Then we can realize that the Lord is really with us and that He holds all of it together.
So I want to finish by just saying a prayer. And this prayer is from St. Brendan from 500 AD. And maybe if you're in a place that you can, maybe close your eyes, um, put your hands out with your palms up, and say this prayer with me. Help me to journey beyond the familiar and into the unknown. Give me the faith to leave old ways and break fresh ground with you. Christ of the mysteries, I trust you to be stronger than each storm within me. I trust in the darkness and know that many times, even now, I am in your hand. Tune my spirit to the music of heaven and somehow make my obedience count for you. Amen. Bless you.